Another Gamer Geeks going for you. This is our July edition. Yay. Can mm-hmm. it? It's uh, Todd, how you been? Yeah, I've been pretty good. Uh, had a lot to do with this last month. Like? Uh, well, well, first of all, I'm um, not sure if you noticed, we've, uh, we now officially have Facebook sites posted. Look under www.facebook.com and slash Gamer Geeks, uh, capital G-A-M-E-R, capital G-E-E-K-S, dot either of our names, Todd or Kelly. You'll find each of our pages. Go ahead and add us. Just let us know you're a listener. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. I mean, usually I don't add anyone unless I know who they are. Yeah, or know where they found me at. It's it's always like that. You want to chat? Oh, gosh. I I don't do that, too. (laughs) Been there. Yeah, it's uh, annoying. But no, been well. We're going into a little bit of a a lull game release wise, because everybody rushed out to get their games released before E three, and now it's kind of dead, really. Well, until August. It's usually slowest time time of the year. Yeah, I think it's a bad call, though, for them to be slow this time of the year because they've already found, statistically was that games and have not suffered from the recession. No. So and with it, kids out of school, it makes sense to make more games now. Yeah, well, a lot of parents are cutting back on vacations and mm-hmm. summer trips because, hey... <laughs> We're all kind of broke. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm trying to survive myself. Uh, been trading way too much. <laughs> I haven't actually traded anything at all in the last bit. Yeah, the biggest title I traded was Red Faction Gorilla because I was not happy with the gunplay on that. The, I mean, I got it Gamefly and it didn't hold my attention for long at all. I mean, for a while, the destruction was a lot of fun. In fact, uh, just running that mech and all those buildings reminded me of an old N64 game called Blast Corps. But as soon as I started using the guns, I'm like shooting the guy in the head over and over again. He's 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 acting like he's not even getting phased. Not since Perfect Dark Zero have I seen headshots like this. Yeah, my my nephew was wondering about why you were having the problems because he didn't. Well, I did. <laughs> yeah, he he totally didn't. Of course, he's known for sniper craze accuracy it's like ridiculous with him on shooters it just just frustrated me so i just went to gamestop and like here get rid of this put it down for my copy of ghostbusters in my opinion i traded it up yeah i definitely think i think i would like ghostbusters of course i'm still waiting on gamefly to send me my next game it makes two of us still don't have it this is ridiculous Because Red Faction was the game I sent back to get my third game, and I still have nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's put it this way. You're going to like Ghostbusters when it comes out. I figure. I was a big fan of the movies. Yeah, I was a fan of the first one. Didn't like the second one that much. To I me, was still a fan. To me, when they uh, used, used an NES advantage to control the Statue of Liberty along with that mood slime, I thought the series jumped the shark. You're talking about game or movie? The movie. Okay. No, that's not. I'm not trying to give any spoilers, but that's not in the game. 
Okay. And in fact, my review should be up by the time this is posted. And I said, this is the game is what Ghostbusters 2 should have been. Oh. Well, they did have good script writers on this. So. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And they, but, did a, they did a great job with the voice acting, too. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis were really good. Bill Murray, for some reason, it sounded like a parody of him. Really? It's like he didn't have any serious – I mean, he had good jokes in it. But as a reviewer once said, said it was more of Bill Murray playing a parody of himself. Hmm. So I have to see when I actually do get it, if I ever get it. And here's the other thing. This is going to shock you. Uh-huh. I'm actually enjoying the multiplayer more. See, I told you. I'm just, you never. You got to give the multiplayer in every game a shot. Well, I think the reason why I like this more than playing like Call of Duty Four and all that—it's not. There's not everybody's trying to shoot you on sight. They don't give you. I mean, they allow you to get a chance to get weapons, allow you to fight back. In fact, I may not like the guy, but Daryl Waltrip has a term for games like this. He does. He calls it, he calls it coopetition. <laughs> Basically, you're all cooperating to to do their survival or containment, but you're also competing against each other to get the most money. Now it's those type of multiplayer games that I like. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hooked by Ghostbusters multiplayer. Yeah, I, I still like my first person shooters and stuff too. But and controlling that proton pack is a lot of fun. That's what I'm really excited. I, I, the two games I was most looking forward to to be released was Ghostbusters and Batman: Arkham Asylum. But so, unfortunately, that was delayed. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you just remind me. That's another one I got to put on my queue. I keep forgetting that one. Hey, see, he, Todd knows that my Gamefly queue is long. Yeah, I only got 10 in mine right now. And I've got like 30-some. Yeah, but they're all future releases. Well, yeah. Well, no, 10 of them are already out. Really? Yeah. I think I got like two or three that are out, but they're under low status. That sucks. Of course, so, the other reasons I if there's a title like I lost interest in, I will cancel it. That way, I get a higher chance to get in something when it comes out. Oh yeah, yeah I got more people feeding me game titles that they want to see brought in. It's not just me; it's me, my husband, and my nephew. Even though they go in that priority, <laughs> which one of the games I wanted to get. And I bumped it up to the top of the queue, so specifically for me, only evidenced me that the husband was going to hog it and become addicted to it, and it's sacred to Fallen Angel. I know she's playing that a lot. Yeah, it's a great dungeon crawler. I mean, it's really nice. It's really nice. Actually, one episode of Gen Lounge, you're going to hear me and um, leave us Chris going on about it. Because he's doing the, I think he's doing the review for PC version. Or PC or PS3, I can't remember which version he's doing the review for. Knowing him, it's probably going to be PS3. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what it was. But he's going to be doing the review for GameIndustry.com. I really liked it. It's just interesting. It was, it was kind of funny to see the different takes that we both had on it on why we liked it. And there were some different reasons, but the game just really, really holds your attention. The one thing is character development. You don't have much. 
It doesn't give you much. It's going not going to be like Oblivion or anything like that, where you're going to be able to change your facial structure and do all that crap. No, it's pretty. This class, male, female, ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is basic. Mm-hmm. But I like that too. At some points, I don't want to sit there and drag on and on with. Is it my face going to look screwed up in the game that I got this right? And ugh, it just. It, I'm not like shallow comes- with that. <laughs> When it comes to character development, like with facial features, I don't even worry about it. I just give them brown hair, green eyes, and I'm set. That's, yeah. So that stuff can get borderline on overkill. Yeah, I, I just like it. Let me go ahead and get in the game. Let me you know, jump me right in. Let me really get my hands dirty. Right. And that's what Sacred 2 does do. And some of the missions on it are absolutely hilarious. Like give the, me a couple. The lead singer losing his mic. And you gotta help find his band equipment and stuff, and what? you actually get an actual concert, and it's the the band doing it that is um, the band that does the theme song. This is a role playing game. Uh, that yeah. Sounds, that, that just sounds weird. That's an RPG. It's an RPG, dungeon crawler RPG. It's it's got some really cool missions in it though. Then it's kind of a lot of the side quests and stuff to where hell sometimes I'll complete a mission and be like, okay, what the hell was I doing? And because you end up completing them easily just by the guide markers. But there's some, it's cool the, the mounts and stuff you can have, like a a tiger. Hmm. Yeah, the tiger's pretty wicked. It, it Very, oh, time consuming. And let me tell you, this world map is intense. It is huge. I mean, huge. This makes um, Oblivion's map dwarfed really mm-hmm. it's like a fourth a, i would estimate it being right about the fourth of a size of oblivion yeah i can't remember oblivion as much but i'm i'm thinking compared to fall three which we'll talk about later today uh that sounds about the same size so i can imagine how big that is oh it's it's crazy and how many hours we've clocked in on that game is like whoo yeah can you unreach my 65 hours in Fallout yet? Yeah. Brandon, how many hours do you have in on Sacred 2? About 115. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he has 115 hours. I can't recall how many I have on my no, character. Oh, yeah, that's one character. Oh, my God. That tells insane. you. That tells you how much you can get into Sacred 2. You can literally lose days on that game. Like, Oblivion was bad, where it's like, oh, I'll just hop on and play a little bit. And then you realize that, hell, what's, what's it there? Is there a street light on? What's going on? And you look and go, oh, hell, it's 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's 8 a.m. I mean, we've had both. That's happened to both of us with that game, where you don't realize where the time's going. I mean, I was I don't know how many times I was almost late picking my husband up from work because of that game. I had to intentionally not play it before 10 or 11, <laughs> for 11. But it's you're, uh, you're all of a sudden you're under addiction. You're like, I got to get back to that. I got to get back to it. Well, because you can't, you can't pause it. If if you're out in the middle of the cities, the safe areas, if you pause it, you're still going to get attacked. Oh, really? It sounds yeah. almost like a, dare I say, an MMO. Yeah. This kind of, except you can only play like um, co-op and stuff. 
Oh, okay. So, like, I think I can play two on... We can play two on one Xbox, but if I had a second copy, we could get more people in. I, th- I think it goes up to four. I could be wrong, though. Like I said, I haven't shared the play with anybody because I'm, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> like, I don't want your opinion. I don't want to hear what you want to do. We're going to do what I want to do. <laughs> bossy. Very bossy. <laughs> I can fact you that. Yeah, but let's see. What, you got Smash Hits. Yeah, I did. And, um, I mean, even though I didn't keep Metallica mostly because I wanted to get some new titles in. Uh, Activision sent me Smash Hits uh, right when it came out. At first, I thought it was going to be a cash cow. You know, basically just milking the franchise dry. But the song list, I mean, I've been very happy with it. I mean, mostly, it's mostly stuff from the from the first two games, some tracks from 80s, and one from Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. But I, that's what I liked about it, because there's a lot of the songs that I love to play on, like, two Mm-hmm. Three that I would have loved to have brought with me over to where I could sing and do drums and stuff with it. Well, and, it's better for me because you know how I feel about covers. But yeah, well, I, I was just stoked to see. It was like, yes, a Pantera track. But <laughs> even though I will admit the the Pantera track is now a live track as opposed to the original Studio Master. Oh, that's fine. But that's in fine. my opinion, it's far better than being a cover. Yeah, the, them live was insane. Before the I mean, lead singer it, got all cocky. I mean, I haven't done online yet. I'm, I want to try it out. Uh, try out the full band mode. But I will admit, this is gonna shock you. I did vocals. I know. I just I should have got you into a thing where you had to promise to actually record yourself. Like I said, like I said in my review of, of a world tour, not gonna happen. <laughs> and I hate to tell you what song I did. Oh Lord, you got to you gotta dish it. I did Dragon Force. Oh really? Yep. And on medium difficulty I actually got five stars on it. <laughs> uh, no Metallica one, you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which me and my husband got graced with with him singing halfway under his breath and stuff. Yeah. And I'm still embarrassed by that. that he didn't know that I think uh, did you not know your Mike was not muted. Actually, I didn't. I didn't look down until people <laughs> thought you made comments about it. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, Gave us a laugh, and hell knows we need it. Yeah. I'm glad I made you happy. <laughs> yeah, the thing I noticed, though, about it, there were songs on your earlier versions when Harmonix did it. Mm-hmm. That I can only get, like, three stars on um, on normal difficulty, like Freebird. I did it on the uh, hard difficulty in Smash Hits, and I got five stars. Well, you've put more time in since then of playing the rhythm-based games. Right. I attributed other... a lot of it to that. Well, I also attributed it because I think when Neversoft took the Guitar Hero license, they actually made it easier, especially as far as hammer-ons are concerned. Oh, their the... hammer-ons are way easier to get than stupid rock bands. The first – I mean the first part of Freebird it's, is it's... – it's not, it's not even just hammer-ons. It's those ones with the ribbon on them. See, I like those because I can go to the touchpad. <laughs> I have trouble with those because the timing on them is more sensitive than regular hammer-ons are. And I always end up hitting them too early. Yeah. Well, if you go on the touchpad, it's a little bit easier to to do. Well, you remember I used the Rock Band X for it. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not partial towards the uh, guitar here controller. See, I like it. 
I don't my care only, for that Rock Band one. <laughs> I think my biggest complaint about the game, though, is I think it costs too much for uh, for what it is. Well, I mean, any more because of the rights they have to get and all the recording, and they they've got to help clear their costs as close as possible. And, and it's a, a standard, you know, games release for sixty. Yeah. So the only other thing I wish is I wish I could be able to use my. Um, Songs from World Tour on it. That we don't have to switch discs. Yeah. I mean, I just made the downloadable ones, not the actual World Tour songs. So the downloadable content doesn't... It won't work with it, no. Hmm. So you still have to have World Tour. Well, that's... I understand that. That would lead to more people actually still owning the game and not trading them in and stuff. Right. Sell them. And that's why I've always been more partial towards Rock Band, because how you can be able to... Able to save them all in one one master listing. I mean, I know we're not going to be able to do that with Beatles when it comes out. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to that. By the way, I am claiming rights to that. Oh, it's fine with that one. <laughs> I get the next uh, Guitar Hero one, though. I knew you were going to bring that up. Oh, you know what the next one is then? Okay, because the next one's going to be Van Halen. No, no, not that one. Five. Uh, you said next one. No, I want five. I don't want Van. You should know. I don't even consider Van Halen unless it's all, all, and I haven't seen any reports on it. Unless it's all David Lee Roth, Van Halen, the original, then Agreed. piss off. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't want anything with Sammy Hagar either. That to me is jumping the shark. Yeah, I'm like, mm, can't do that. But I like no. the the system they have with five with the being able to do the party system. That they demoed at E3, where I can just shake, you know, go right in and start singing and be like, "Ooh, I like this song," and not even have to sign in and bounce to sing, and then I can foul like out. Yeah, that or you're gonna be able to do that with drums, guitar, bass, any of that stuff with that. And I'm like, this is perfect because I don't know how many times my husband will pop a damn song that I can't bloody stand. Yeah. On a list, and I'm not, I don't realize that he's put it on there. And I was like, You want me to sing that? Oh, hell no. <laughs> it makes me upset. The next game that I got, it's, it's going to be short, but I think my niece is really going to like this. Is that Nintendo? Because yes, I do have her Nintendo Wii sitting at my house. Ugh. That motion detector, I just, ugh. Sometimes that it, bar will be the death of you because there's many times I've had to reach from behind my TV and fish it back out. Oh no, I've never had to do that. Oh, I did. It's set. Per- it's setting perfectly on top of mine. Yeah. It's it's not shimmied any which way. But no, I got that Let's Tap game, which I have to say this one's pretty creative on how you handle it. I did have to go get the um, rubber protector thingy for the remote. Or the Wiimote. And because you take a shoebox or any type of box, and that's going to be your controller. You set your controller face down on that box, and you literally, let's tap, like the name of the game, you're tapping on the box. Hmm. To either, there's one game where you're running and jumping and hurdles and blocks and stuff, like a race, a foot race. There's another that's music-based where it's the how hard you tap on certain notes that come across. 
and I'm trying to think one. There's one that's like Jenga, where you have to select a block and then shimmy it out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's one that's like absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it's like my Q level almost dropped a few points trying to play it. Because <laughs> it's like fireworks. I mean, like, boom, boom, rocket. Okay, fireworks. Yes, I get it. Okay, ha, yes. This, no. It's so... I think even my seven-year-old niece is going to get fed up with playing that part. She probably won't play that part. She'll play the foot race, I know, a lot. But it's interesting. I mean, it is very responsive because I wonder about that. I mean, it can tell how hard you're tapping, and it is very responsive. But like I said, if you don't have that little rubber thing on, that little Wiimote will just shimmy right off the box where you're tapping. <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering how that's going to pick up, even if they add the uh, plus add-on. Yeah, well, see, she doesn't have that. Right. So, I mean, that's what that's what I was shocked about. I was like, am I going to have to go get her that Wii Motion Plus to play this? Nope. Mm. It works just fine and regular. And it is. It's a shoebox. It's a, I think, a, a Via or it's a New Balance shoebox that I'm actually using. It's mm. interesting. Really Balance interesting. It. She's only got one controller, so I can't do, like, you know, the two. I haven't bought another Wii controller for so I don't get get whooped repeatedly by my nephew. <laughs> He's good at that. Oh, and rubs it in. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, when I got where I got to borrow her thing was a Nintendo DS, and because we got Guitar Hero on tour, Modern Hits, and she is loving that thing. I got it out of her hands a little bit to actually play a song, but basically she wanted me to pass. Um, uh, it's in the laser light bracket. It's, um, oh, AFI, Miss Murder. Because oh. she knew I liked that song. But it's yeah, got I'm not, some of the I bet good, I'm not an AFI fan. Yeah, it's got some good name, Honest Mouse. And it's got Dimensions by Wolf Mutter. I was like, oh, I want that. So I did play that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you going off and me having to play Jigger and a Thief on Rock Band. Yeah. God, I can sing the hell out of that song, too. <laughs> Tar on that's a nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Brandon can actually do it now, so it's miraculous. I'll have to play that again. I haven't done that song in a while. It's hard to find in my collection of near 380 songs. Jesus. I know. Bit of a problem, eh? Yeah, well, I don't think I have to worry about this weekend. I'm, I'm not worried about Green Day or the uh, Warped Pack or whatever it's called. Oh no. Mm -mm. <laughs> I mean, I just got over 400, which I've been waiting for, for ever since I saw. It. Saw the rocker, because I've been wanting to play. Feels like the first time ever since that film came out. I was like, "When is this song gonna come out?" Oh, yeah, I, I love that song. That is a good song. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. And it at first you look at the note chart, it has a four rating for guitar. I thought, "Oh, this isn't that bad," because I was playing on expert. And then that one solo near the end comes in, and that was an automatic fail on my part. <laughs> oh, I was like, that was a cruel joke. Well, on that note, since you got all bummed on that one, <laughs> we'll just take a little short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. 
be speaking this shit. Repetitive. 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 Drop off radio. Right, that's a show that you really need to get into. I'd rather listen to John Tesh's shit than that. RT Radio. RT Radio. RT Radio. Podomatic.com. This isn't a f***ing granola-eating kumbaya fest. Traumatizing the world. I was trying to shove the microphone up my ass. you're going to be sick. One download at a time. It's not going to be like, uh, you know, one of the time release deals. RTRadio.Podomatic.com So easy to say that, oh, I was on the internet. What stupid thing are you going to utter now? Haven't you ever been with a fat chick and realized, hey, this would be so much easier with a pallet jack? Holy Christ, I think I'm in over my head here. MySpace.com, RT Radio Show. Tell your friends to download this show. RTRadio.Podomatic.com Fuck that, after I make my money, I forget who the few people are. I can do nothing but shake my head at this point. Who calls at somebody's house at 2.30 in the morning? You want to do blow off my ass? Oh, I have a dream. RTRadio.Podomatic.com Hey, we're back from the break. It... Todd's been telling me about this game. He's got this thing for fighting games all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> but what, well, you had Fight Night Round Ford? But then you right. had UFC before that. and Yeah, which I loved. And Street Fighter. Yeah, well, Street Fighter 4, we'll get to that in a second because I have a personal challenge to give yeah. out. <laughs> but Fight Night 4, I mean, I got it sent to me via, via Gamefly. Uh, they they improved on on three a bit. First of all, no product placement overkill like before. No Burger King as a corner man. <laughs> and the, the fighting engines worked out pretty well. Even though I heard a lot of people complain they want button based punching, and there's reports off the joystick saying that that may come out as DLC. And but I get asked this. I don't know if familiar with fighting or with boxing, but has Mike Tyson been known for surviving ten rounds in his earlier fights? I don't know of a Tyson fight that survived that long. Yeah, because Tyson's been known was known for uh, taking people on their first rounds. I remember the back in 1988, I think it was. Tyson was supposed to fight uh, Michael Spinks, I think it was. And tickets for that fight ringside were like fifteen hundred dollars. <sighs> Guess how long the fight lasted? It was not even a minute, wasn't it? You're close. It was ninety-one seconds. Yeah. I felt sorry for those who paid fifteen hundred dollars for those tickets, but oh, those pre-fights were good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They had pre-fights for the back then. Oh, most of them do, don't they? For te- almost all of them do. It's not just here main fight. We're talking because HBO's got to make a whole pay-per-view out of it. Yeah, because I think it was TVKO that that has pay-per-view back then. I don't know if HBO did it at the time. But with my career mode, I'm playing as Tyson, and like two years in his career, he's got fights that are going all the way to a time limit, time limit decision. There was one guy I fought twice in a row, and they ended as a time limit draw. <laughs> I don't ever recall Tyson having a draw. No, he never had no draw. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> no, 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 so no. I, I had to question the realism of that. The other complaint I have is the mini games. They are too hard, especially like the ones that require you to perform accurate or specific punches in order mm-hmm. with that right analog stick it is a pain hmm i mean tr- i mean because doing a jab is basically just tap diagonally up up and left or up and right that's yeah. simple enough but to do an uppercut you have to pull back rotate the controller forward and pray to god you're getting an uppercut any other time i'm just doing a hook and doing uh- that is a nightmare it's gotten to the point where i had to auto train my character 
I don't know. I never really got into fighting games too much. UFC would be the only one that I would have the potential to get into, but we end up, I'd rather watch it than play a game with it. I mean, I I mean, there's gotten points where I've watched, watched the fights on fight night and they're in, they're very visceral to watch. I wish I could do that with UFC. Unfortunately, that wasn't possible. The fighting engine just looks amazing, especially during knockdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, what, you remember how before I made fun of what I called the string cheese blood? Yeah. That, that's that gone. It actually looks like real blood now. Oh, well, I'd hope and, so. And I mean, graphics-wise, the gaming's went nice. It, it It's really good. And they've jacked the frame rate up to 60 on this one. 30 during the replays. But that's when you see the face rippling as soon as he gets knocked down. It's amazing. Hmm. The controls just need a little t- little tweak, and it'll probably be perfect. Are you reviewing that one? I can't remember. I don't think I was, um, since I just got sent me via Gamefly. So just right off the bat on the spur, uh, one out of five overall, what would you give it? Mm, teeter between four and four and a half. Hmm. Now, but definitely not as fun as UFC. No. Nah. I mean, I'm, well, of course, that's awesome. I will admit I am biased towards more towards the UFC. <laughs> always was, always will be. Oh, yeah. I, this is, I cannot wait for you to get Prototype. Oof, I want from it. From Gamefly. I summed up this game quite easily on Facebook. It is like, it's Wolverine plus Crackdown with a touch of Resident Evil in it. Tags that you have with the character and the storyline is so interesting. You've got amnesia at the beginning of him, you're unraveling it, and I mean, you can consume certain people that are flagged where you, you know who they are that will develop more of the storyline for you. It, it all comes through the main quest. It's also free. You got free roam in it. You have the um, the speed races and different things like that, like you did with Crackdown. I mean, it's really interesting a lot of time, and it's a wonderful sandbox. And even as a little kid, I love the sandbox, and it hasn't really changed much in my gaming. <laughs> yeah. Earlier today, before we recorded, I watched a review on uh, on the Nostalgia Critics website. A guy named Angry Joe reviewed it, and he's saying exactly the same thing you did. It, even though he did not like the beginning of it, he said it reminded him of all things, and you're going to hate this. It reminded him of the Hulk on 360 at first. Hmm. Which kind of surprised me, because I remember you hated the Hulk. In fact, wasn't that on your bottom five last year? Yeah, I think it was. Well, the Hulk and the Iron Man. It was a toss-up on which one I got on. I can't remember which one did finally make it on it. but I think it was Hulk. Yeah. They were both made by, weren't they? Uh, that... by Sega. Yeah. Sega. Yeah. Athletic company. A sucker. You're making me have bad memories of making that PR rep cry again. Yeah, well, Sega has come out with some that I, I have liked because, if I'm not mistaken, they are the publisher on Let's Tap. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely Prototype is really interesting. A lot of gameplay development in it. Right now, I think I'm close to the end, I believe, <laughs> I should say. And I am getting my ass handed to me repeatedly. It's like, I'm living, I'm fighting, I'm doing good. Oh, hell, I died. Shoot. <laughs> hey, go back to checkpoint. Start again. Woo, okay. <laughs> it's like, ah. It's so frustrating with the repeated dying. 
but it, yeah. that's expected with the game. You know, as you progress in the storyline, it should get harder, and it does get harder. So, and you do level up, and it, it almost gets a touch of RPGness into it too, with the leveling up and um, being able to select which level branch trees and stuff you want to go onto, what skills you want to obtain, and. I heard one that you, that really we need to get is flying. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like, good. Yeah, you get the highest point and uh, with the gliding. That that's awesome. Uh, I want this so bad. Come stuff, on, Gamefly. The tumbling you can do while you're gliding and the evasive maneuvers and stuff is neat. I still have not been able though to jump on top of one of the choppers. And hijack it while oh. it's in air. I still haven't. Um, I've tried. I go ying, it goes yang, and it. I usually end up giving up and just throwing a central air system at it. I'm picturing Wolverine right now. <laughs> yeah, it has got a lot of that hack and slash Wolverine. I love the disguise where you can go stealthy, like, and you know me, I'm usually not a stealth player at all. Right. You can get stealthy and behind a guy and consume him and literally like take and morph into them, and they're gone. You know, it's like okay, you're them, and then you can point out if somebody's hot on your trail and you can pull that off without anybody seeing you. Then if you got the patsy one, you can just point out some dude in the middle of it. No, it's him. Oh. <laughs> <Still> attack. <laughs> I so want this. I wish Gamefly had sent it to me. Yeah, I was. I lucked into getting the review it because it came with a 360, and I was due to get a game. Right. Then I yeah you know, got the Wii games and stuff too. So I'm just like, oh hell, I'm backlogged. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm the one's got to get some new stuff. <laughs> you got wonder that downloadable content to Fallout 3 that hit. Yeah, I downloaded Point Lookout. How many points did this Microsoft points did this cost? It was eight hundred. <sighs> and from like, from when I played, I mean, I just finished it before we uh, got on the air. It, I mean, it wasn't as good as Broken Steel. I still think Broken Steel is the best of the series. So out of but this makes the third downloadable content, right? No, the fourth. Fourth. Okay, yeah. so out of the four, you would still say if I was going to get any downloadable content for Fallout Three, I should get Broken Steel. Yeah, it'd be Broken Steel first, then it'd be a tie between um, Point Lookout and the Pit, and then Operation Anchorage would be last, because that was more of an action-based. Mm. You might like that one. It felt more like a Call of Duty-style mission. Oh, see, I like that. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted more exploration, and Point Lookout had a lot of it. Even though the characters, I swear to God, I felt like I was in the middle the movie Deliverance. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I never heard of this... This uh, Point Lookout State Park, which is where they're basing out of, it's uh, over in St. Mary's County, Maryland, which is right near where Ocean City is. Because hmm. I noticed it was like a boardwalk area. I was like thinking, is this Ocean City? And apparently it was. Uh, what it looked like it was basically a prison camp that was done to hold Confederate soldiers. Because I noticed I was going through all these uh, all these dressers and everything. They had like tons of Confederate uniforms, Confederate hats. Oh, now that would be kind of cool. Yeah, so I guess that explains the uh, the redneck style setting. In fact, there's one character on. I, I mean, call me crazy. It looked exactly like Sloth from the Goonies. 
<laughs> oh, I love the Goonies. <laughs> Who doesn't? Great, great movie. But it looked exactly like him. I felt bad shooting him. Oh. Yeah. But, you do well, love sloth. Comes, when they're coming at me with a freaking axe ready to take my head off, I'm like, uh, sorry, sloth, you gotta die. <laughs> and they're tough. They will now, take a lot of damage. Now, can the Confederate clothing stuff, clothing stuff you find, can you actually wear it? Yeah. Oh. I, I, haven't, I didn't get any. I'd have to go back to Point Lookout to uh, pick some stuff up. I didn't have enough extra weight to, to take a lot of stuff with me. Now, when you beat it, does it just end? Or do no. you get to continue? No, you can go back to the Capital Wasteland anytime you want. Basically, you're being sent there via ferry. Okay, so does it after you finish the storyline, does it become like free roam? Yeah. Mm. It's like the pet. You can go back anytime you want. Because the pet was done the way they did their... They're moving back and forth. Is there? It was via mine car. Oh. Well, see, Operation Anchorage didn't do that because you actually are going through. You were actually being put inside a machine that simulated the Battle of Anchorage. Broken Steel. Uh, I'm trying to remember how that ended. I don't know if you can go back there or not. But uh, yeah, you can go back on Point Lookout. That's cool. See, that was the one thing they got dinged for a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's. I figured they'd. You know, fix that. <laughs> the, en- the ending was strange, though. Well, it, like all Bethesda games are. Yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> I'll admit, I mean, without giving away any major spoilers, it kind of reminded me of Terminator. Hmm. But like I said, I won't go into any details in case anyone hasn't purchased it. It was a good, it was worth the 800 points. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. There's, there's this guy I've been playing on live a lot. He claims he is the self-proclaimed king of fighters. He brags about being great at Tekken. He brags about being a good Street Fighter. He keeps saying, "When are you gonna get Tekken? Are you gonna get Tekken Six when it comes out? Are you gonna get Tekken Six when it comes out?" Yes, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, we've got a game fly too because my husband used to have to throw matches just to get his friends to play Tekken with him because right, he was so play good. Fly with me. Yeah. But what happened was, uh, I'm like, I'm trying to play Wolverine. I got to the part where uh, he fought the John Sentinel, which I will admit was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. He's like sending me all these messages saying he wants to fight me in SF4. I'm like, all right, give me a few minutes. Let me finish this. Let me finish this fight with the Sentinel, and then I'll get on there. First thing I notice, he's drinking. <laughs> Alcohol and games do not mix. Which I will get to in a second. Other than rhythm-based games or the singing games like Lips, totally yeah. appropriate there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fought him in 20 straight rounds. 20 straight rounds, using random characters, players I almost never use, and I keep thinking I'm going to lose. I beat him 20 straight times. Ouch. First of all, he owed, he owed me $15 because I helped him work on his taxes. Uh-huh. Without him even thinking about it, he says, if you get Akuma's uh, ultra finisher on me, I will double the money. <laughs> I got it on him on the last round, on round number 20. <laughs> oh, he! I mean, he keeps telling me he wants me to fight this other guy he knows. He kept mumbling, it's like, "You need to fight this guy. He's so good. I mean, you you probably kick his ass." I talked to him. Oh, actually, I talked to his girlfriend the next day. She tells me he was distraught over what happened. <laughs> I finally see it. I'm acting like a schoolyard bully, asking him, "You got my thirty bucks?" <laughs> 
You got my money? I mean, it felt it felt good to be the schoolyard bully for once. Did you go mafioso with me with the baseball bat to the shits? Yeah. Well, I haven't done that to him yet. I mean, he doesn't want to fight for real. I mean, I would know he'd kick my ass for real. He's a he's really tough. But he starts denying, saying, I was drinking, I was drinking. I was like, dude, you should not have made that bet. No. I should have recorded everything you said. You don't drink while you fight me. No. You claim you're the king of fighters. You come at me. You come at me sober. I will kick your ass otherwise. In fact, I'm making a declaration now. If he's going to call himself the king of fighters, I'm hereby going to call myself the goddess street fighter. <laughs> until he beats me, until he beats me completely sober, and is able to convince me that he can beat me using the Kuma or Ken or any of my other good characters, I will relinquish the goddess street fighter title afterwards. <laughs> Until then, that's going to be my position. Oh, goodness. I mean, he is saying, well, wait till Tekken 6 comes out. I will lure you then. I mean, I kind of admit he will. I'm not the best Tekken player. I mean, I will get Tekken 6 for the 360, without a doubt. But he should not have made that bet with me. Nah, that's not good. Well, at least on the, at least on the happy ending, he did pay me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I did get my money. But I'm still bullying him. <laughs> Oh, can I tell you how our editor has set me up on delegating my responsibilities as a reviewer? Oh, uh, let me know. He uh, he found out, because I did the recent Gen Lounge that we'll have up, I believe this week, on RPGs. Basically on the difference of RPGs from the way they have been through the years, so the pen and paper versus the game ones and... PC versus console. It was a really interesting show. But he found out that I actually played Vampire the Masquerade, the pen and paper role-playing game. Because I've played, tried playing Dungeons & Dragons, but honestly, every time we met up as a group and played Dungeons & Dragons, I would end up falling asleep. It was like ambient for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'd just get lost, and before I know it, I'd be dead asleep. And being woke I, up. <laughs> I know the feeling. I mean, every time I go to my editor's house on Tuesday night, which is their role-playing night, while they're role-playing, I'm in this uh, computer room checking out news. <laughs> every time. It's now, either I'll be checking news, I'll be checking game chores, see what new videos came out, seeing if the angry nerd has any, anything new. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I can't get into this role-playing. I think a lot of that had to do with the DM at the effort that always DM'd on, our, um, on the D&D night. And on when we did Vampire the Masquerade, it was a lot of time like my husband would DM. And it very interesting. It really got in. I got into it a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that TV show. Like, literally, I have it downloaded that Kindred the Embrace that was based upon the Vampire the Masquerade series. It ran on, I think Fox ran it. Of course, it was left open at the end because it was supposed to, it didn't get renewed. Assholes. <laughs> well, that's the way it always is. You yeah. know how I feel about Sonic Side AM. That ended the same way. Yeah. But he found out I actually got into it. And he asked me, he goes, oh, did you play the, the game, the PC game? Like, no. And I told him all about the time about, you know, I had a... A gateway, which I will never own another one of those. That was my desktop computer. And I just never 
really would even tempt putting a computer game on that computer because it sucked that bad. And then, it, you know, my work schedule a lot too, but then when I finally did buy a new computer, it was a Mac. Now, here's the thing where I have to go, you know, I didn't know that released on the Mac also. I won't yeah. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dummy move on my part. But that a lot of times we bought the Mac when we moved to Columbus. Brandon was in college, and that was when I was working for the dealership, and that's where I was clocking all the hours where I didn't even have time to pick up a game controller and play original Xbox. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. But he sent me his copy of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, and I got it installed, got the patches and everything working, and started playing it like late last night. Then downloaded the newest patch that I found that I missed and got it working. Oh my lord. I'm having, I meant to like do some finishing touches and well round out my prototype review. I didn't even pull up the bloody file it was on because I was <laughs> more focused on getting bloodlines running on my computer. <laughs> it just literally has got me sucked in big time. Big time on it. And I could see it. I was like, oh, gosh, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Oh, goodness. There's not enough time in a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to thank him so much. And I am definitely keeping taking care of this his coffee on the PC because it is ridiculous if you go online right now and try to buy that. That might, huh? Well, brand new copy of it you can find on Amazon, but it's going to be like $89.95. Yeah, a used, good condition copy like he sent me is going for, oh, $50, Wow. Here's what's funny. Unfortunately, my Mac is giving me some issues, and i got to break it apart again because it's got a noise that I don't like in it. Still no problems with that noise, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, it's the mid-plane, but I think this is coming from something else other than the mid-plane. Mm. But it, hopefully it won't be too expensive of a fix. But I could get the Mac version of that game off of Amazon for less than $10. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's got me going. Hmm. I'm just wondering if... I know with the PC gaming community, most of them are on... I, you know, IBM PCs and not on Macs. Right. But I'm wondering if the fan patches that work to fix a lot of the parts of the game are only available for the PC version. And that's why the Mac version is so cheap. So I haven't investigated fully, but I've got the laptop now and I like PC gaming on it. Yeah, I can The Mac's, Mac's about to die out and it's about needing an upgrade. Hopefully yeah, well, next you know year. You know what my Mac's used for? Mostly for this and for um, for movies. Yeah. And speaking of which, um, while we're on the subject of vampires, I mean, I've been using it to watch True Blood. Thank you for getting me involved in that. <laughs> I'm addicted to that show. It killed me this week because they were like, oh, we're taking a week off for the fourth. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'll tell you what cracked me up, though. And this is just me being um, being game-related. I never thought I'd see a Civil War veteran like Bill Camp or um, what's his name, Bill Compton, mm -hmm. playing a Wii. <laughs> Apparently, Wiis are big with vampires. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, because think about it, because it does have the Wii Motion controller to where you can actually imagine you are playing golf or tennis and a lot of these sports you can only play in the really daylight, honestly. And yeah. it, Never thought of that. Yeah, so that's why they do get into the Wii. Now, mm. imagine if the talk comes out. Oh. How that's going to probably switch. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Bill using that. Yeah, could you imagine how quick they are on how bad they, they would just... That program wouldn't be able to even pick up their movements half the time, though. Yeah. From what I've seen. Imagine them on a fighter game, like a, a virtual reality type fighter game. Or oh, that'd be insane. <laughs> no Ouch. crash system. Yeah. Well, okay. I just, yeah, thanks for getting you in the... Mm-hmm. See, he, I mean, comparison, though, because I literally have read all of Harris's Suki Stalkas books, so I know what entirely happens in the book series. Now, I can see where Alan Ball is kind of picking and choosing what he wants to put on the show and what he's using, and I know what parts he's running around, you know, running away with. Like Jessica, she don't even appear in the books. Well, I'm glad she appears in the series. Yeah. So, I mean, nice. that's that's something new. It's like the first time I saw her converted, thanks to Bill. Oof. Nice. <laughs> He's got to think uh, redheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially those who uh, go vampire on you. Yeah. Such as my my lovely lady. Mm. <laughs> I love, uh, that's one thing I love doing. I come back, back home and there's like, did she get you? And I always show my neck. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are the days. But before we uh, close on that, I want to send a shout-out to a friend of mine. Um, I've been talking with this girl for, uh, I think, since January. Um, she's from a website called Sarcastic Gamer. She does her own podcast on there with two friends uh, based out of uh, Florida and Houston. Uh, her name's In the Sarcastic Gamer's Pink? Yes, yeah, the Pink Show. They have, yeah. mo- they have mobile shows. like They have the blue one, which is the, based on PlayStation. Their main show is just the red one, but the pink is these three, and that's, that's the one I keep an eye out with. But what I, the way I met her is uh, I started wearing a gamer chick shirt, and I asked her about that because I remember I got that for you for your birthday present. Yeah, I love and, it. <laughs> I wore it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And you did, and like I said, you look hot in that thing. Thank you. I love that. Love that picture. <laughs> but uh, no, Jax has uh, been very helpful to me, uh, and just recently. She got in touch with me about uh, the column that you that we both wrote on GameIndustry.com regarding using Guitar Hero. She plugged that on her show. She's also plugged the uh, interview that she did with Activision. Oh. And um, I mean, it, the, the, the original recording they do is part of a live web stream, which unfortunately the, the audio couldn't be used. Oh. But I was guaranteed that she is going to mention it again in the next recording, so we will have an archive of that. That's good. Has she actually got to see the finished product on the review oh, or yet. the interview? Not yet. In fact, uh, I was going to ask you about that. because uh, I do have it. It is right now uploaded on my Facebook page, but I have it set to where only I can see it because I'm oh, waiting okay. to get confirmation to where I can go ahead and unlock it. Right, and I lost my copy when my hard drive got destroyed last month. Yeah, when it went. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I told her once we get permission, we'll let her know. I would love to get her on on here one time. I'm, she's she's more than happy to come come broadcast with us. 
Yeah, it's usually sketchy with our schedule and stuff on setting a lockdown time. We what happened today and stuff. I mean, that was harder than crap getting a lockdown time. Right. Yeah, because we were supposed to originally record Saturday night. We decided since that's the Fourth of July, that was not a good idea. Yeah, because every bloody neighbor in this neighborhood was blowing off illegal fireworks like crazy. And they were here too. So we decided <laughs> we are actually recording. Uh, we were supposed to record Monday at at eight, but. I had a I had a personal issue, namely finishing Point Lookout to provide for you guys. So we are now recording this Tuesday morning at just a little after midnight. Yeah, <laughs> which is us- which is usually our time when we record. I don't even know why we tried to do it earlier because it always gets bumped later. <laughs> I mean, well, it works out. I mean, unlike some other shows I've seen, uh-huh. we 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 are set with a, with a specific schedule. We don't have any any sidetracks that really messes up no doesn't interrupt true blood <laughs> no because that is one of the things i'm like sat literally sunday at nine when that show is on my phone goes on silence not even i won't even look at it half the time it's in the bedroom and i'm in the living room computer shut down everybody and if somebody lord forbid talks during that show <laughs> they get it <laughs> <laughs> I know better. I've been a victim of that before. Yeah. But but in any event, um, we are sending an invite to Jax to um, come on our show whenever you get a chance. And you guys uh, catch her show at, at www.sarcasticgamer.com. Their show's up on iTunes. Uh, just look for the Pink Show. They're already up through there. The next one's going to be number, show number 38, if I remember correctly. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a fun show, about 30 minutes long. These girls are very funny, especially Jax when she's drinking. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. her that's her catch is that she lo- she loves the practice she's drinking <laughs> and she will let you know but guys check that out and of course check out our site um, com, www.myspace.com slash gamergeeks and now www.facebook.com slash gamergeeks.todd or gamergeeks slash or gamergeeks.kelly Send us a friend, friend invites. Just make sure you let us know you were um, you listen to us. You're, you're from you're from the show. Uh, we'll send you an invite or we'll send you a friend request once we find find out you guys are legit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next month in August. Right. Wow, <laughs> I know it's gonna be an interesting month. Oh yeah. Hopefully, I'll prototype by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>